In his comprehensive discussion, John MacArthur delves into the Christian understanding of true happiness and joy, contrasting it sharply with the fleeting and often damaging pleasure derived from alcohol or other substances. MacArthur begins by acknowledging the universal human desire for happiness and joy. He argues that while God wants people to be joyful, the means through which this joy is achieved is crucial. He cites Ephesians 5.18 to make the point that Christians should not seek happiness through alcohol, but should find it through being filled with the Spirit. Also, MacArthur is keen to clarify what being filled with the Spirit actually means in the Christian context. He explains that this is not a one-time event or a second work of grace, but rather an ongoing, continual process that aligns with the concept of sanctification. The Greek verb used in Ephesians 5.18 implies being continually filled or kept filled with the Spirit. This means that a Christian should continually allow the Spirit of God who already indwells them, to take control of every aspect of their life, be it their will, mind, body, time, talents, or treasures. Moreover, he elaborates that this spiritual filling manifests in various forms of submission and love in interpersonal relationships. Drawing from Ephesians 5, 9, MacArthur describes how a spirit-filled life affects various roles and relationships. Wives submit to their husbands, Husbands love their wives, children obey their parents, and so on. Each of these manifestations is a tangible expression of a life controlled by the Holy Spirit. Furthermore, MacArthur tackles potential misconceptions about what it means to be filled with the Spirit. He clarifies that this is not the same as being indwelt, baptized, or sealed by the Holy Spirit, events that occur at the moment of salvation. Instead, being filled with the Spirit is about the ongoing Christian experience, the day-to-day -day living under the Spirit's influence and control. In addition, another significant point MacArthur makes is the parallel between being filled with the Spirit and letting the Word of Christ dwell in you richly, as mentioned in Colossians 3.16. He contends that both lead to similar outcomes, a life characterized by joy, gratitude, and righteousness. When a person allows the Word of God to saturate their thoughts and actions, they become Christ-centered and Christ-conscious, which is essentially what it means to be Spirit-filled. Further, MacArthur shifts focus to the attitudes that characterize a Spirit-filled life, specifically joy and gratitude. He cites Ephesians 5.19, 20 to emphasize that a Spirit-filled Christian will naturally express joy and gratitude both inwardly and outwardly. This joy is not superficial or temporary, but emanates from a deep spiritual well, making it far more enduring and fulfilling than any pleasure derived from substances like alcohol. This joy manifests in various forms, including singing hymns and spiritual songs, both to one another in the community and to the Lord. Last but not least, he concludes by accentuating the transformative power of living a spirit-filled life. Unlike the destructive path often associated with substance abuse, a life filled with the Spirit is one of enduring happiness, right relationships, and virtuous behavior. MacArthur urges his audience not to delay in seeking this Spirit-filled life, as the Holy Spirit's resources are immediately available and are aimed at producing a new, fulfilling life in those who are willing. In summary, MacArthur's discourse serves as a comprehensive guide to understanding the Christian concept of true happiness and joy. He debates that this can only be achieved through a continual, spirit-filled life, which not only transforms individual behavior and relationships, 
but also instills enduring attitudes of joy and gratitude. 